Blog Talk Radio. And you're listening to Live Without Limits. Today's show is titled Seven Urgent Tips to Help Small Businesses Survive. So don't ignore these. So remember this we're in a trying times right now. Things are changing, and how you change also affects how business change and how you conduct yourself. In one of my favorite Stephen King short stories, the myth, the pr- protagonist, David Drayton, flees his home to escape from a giant killer, an intersect unleashed by U.S. Army experiment gone wrong. And, spoiler alert, the story ends with David sitting at a gas station, alone, with an empty tank, surrounded by monsters. But turned into a radio station from Hartford that offered the one thing he needed to keep going. As a small business owner, busy parenting, or just as citizens of the world gone mad, you might feel like David Drayton right now. Nearly, and I repeat nearly, not fully, out of hope. Fortunately, there is good news. And you'll find seven urgent tips for every entrepreneur. While tip number one applies solely to American business owners, chances are that a similar act exists in your country. But you must move on the act fast so that you can get the relief that you need your job as an entrepreneur today is to act like an ER doctor in New York City dealing with COVID-19 patients. You must relentlessly, ruthlessly triage every problem, every opportunity into most urgent, urgent and can wait so that your business survives and potentially even thrives in the crisis. Now, let me equate that to time management. You look at what's urgent, what's important, and what's not important. Urgent is what you have to do right now. What is important can be delegated, and what's not important can be deleted completely. If you deal with it in this way, then you know how to to take and turn things into a long-term goal. A smart, savvy, hustling, committed business owner can do a lot to stem the bleeding 
and hold on to what they have so that they can start again. Please go through the list immediately. Set up listing stories of how clients from around the world are responding and take action. Find the hope, the faith, and move fast. Now, number one is the Act on the CARES Act. And on Friday, or in the past, we've already started seeing people receiving their money, but $2 trillion in coronavirus aid relief and economic security, known as the CARES Act, was signed into law. If you're a small business owner, you should take a serious look to, to point you in the right direction. I'm sharing a note that I just received from my accountants. And these loans are not just for big corporations, but also sole proprietorships, independent contractors, and self-employed individuals. Now, let's delve into that a little bit because what you're also seeing here are several things that because of the prolonged long-term effects of the COVID-19, simply because until they come up with a vaccine of some kind or 70% of the population is immune, we are going to have to change. Now, here's something else to think about, and I've seen questions on this that truly need to be addressed, that once technology and the Internet came into existence, what we've been seeing is that more and more people were buying online. So it's not unusual to think of a job as something that you do remotely from home. The, the fact of the matter is that people are used to an old paradigm of thinking where a job is somewhere where you go to work from nine to five. But that's literally been changing. And you've been seeing flexible time where someone works remotely because companies were, oh, were looking for ways to cut their overhead. And the best way for them to do that was to give the employee the computer with the software installed and the telephone and tell them, go home, set up your Internet, set up your phone service, and then you will be trained. And then you can schedule your, what days you want to work, but the company will tell you what time you have to log in and when you can take your breaks. But this is how business has been moving, and the COVID-19 pandemic has only accelerated. Ask your staff for help. You want to keep your people working as long as possible and get them back to work as quickly as possible. You must ask them for help. We are all in this together. Any animosity that might have existed between staff and owner is good times, has been all but forgotten as we fight for survival. Open up the lines of communication. Ask them what they would do if they were you. Ask for ideas for generating revenue. 
cutting expenses or getting better terms and vendors. For example, one of my clients owns a coffee subscription company. Sales are holding strong, but when he went to his team for help, they provided a home run of an idea. One of my staff found large stock of resilience bands from the previous giveaway. Danny said, she suggested we offer that as a home workout bonus for all new coffee orders. We sold out in three hours and have dozens of new customers. Here's something else to think about. There are certain jobs that, yes, you will have to do in person. Just like all medical personnel, you can't do your job over the phone, but you can give advice over the Internet if you understand certain things. But at the same time, we have to look at how we are looking at a job today and how to plan all of this simply because how you do business today is definitely based on what is going on and how to plan for all of this, to, to look at it. Like every strong relationship in life, the small business owner and lead number of one must be based on excellent communication and respect. Now, the time to improve is yours. You could never build a business all on your own, and now is not the time to start. Hustle America and the world is still open for business. This is because many small businesses are done online. In fact, I am putting together a course on how to start a profitable online business working from home. So remember, it, you, there are reasons that we have now become a global economy and how you adapt and how you change things or how things are going to be done in the future. So remember that. And often remember that it's up to you to plan how you will be doing business in the future. No one has welded shut the cash registers of the world. Sales are still being made. Online shopping is happening, even for businesses otherwise decimated by foot traffic restrictions. I'll share what my now sheltered fitness locations are doing in a moment. And let me say this, that many personal trainers also do personal training online. That means that what they're doing is they understand that with the use of a virtual room like Zoom or, or 
GoToWebinar, or any platform where you can create a virtual room, that is how you can interact with your customers and keep your business going. But first, a great story of a hustle from my friend Rusty, a Made in America t-shirt manufacturing company in South Carolina. In week one of the crisis, Rusty's business was devastated, but his team spirit was not. Working together, they put together a South Carolina strong t-shirt line with proceeds going to support the state healthcare workers. The promotion sold over 4,000 units in 48 hours, generated free PR via a virtual TV interview, and created 30 hours of work for his production staff, all while raising $8,000 for the workers. As my friend Grant Cardone said to me, if you're committed, you'll get creative. Work harder and longer hours. One politically incorrect truth generated from this crisis is that too many of us have gone soft. I'm hearing from too many people that they're burned out working six days a week now. Maybe it's just the farm boy in me where you were expected to work every day after all the cows don't take a day off of eating or my mentors who are worked 10 hours a day, six days a week, and thought anything less was lazy. Or that I just love the work that I do so much, but a few weeks of working, six or even seven days a week, isn't that bad. It reminds me of the month of May in southwestern Ontario, where I grew up. My dad was in the fields from 7 a.m. to 8.30 p.m., and my mother was in the garden. Planting time was equally as long and important as harvest time, when both my parents and I would again be consumed with the essential physical work. If a fight for the life of your business, you'll have a sacrifice other things, but fortunately, there's no sports, no cinemas, no concerts, no political rallies, none of these things to distract you. As the American father of my friend told us, work is holy. Let this be your worship time. I think that in so many ways that the children of today, they are so used to getting everything given to them that they don't understand what physical work is. And here's the truth, that before the Internet, before television, before the radio, people found things to keep themselves busy. They read books and got educated. 
went out and played and did physical activities. Because today you have the Xboxes and you have the computers, people have become sedentary. People do not even talk to each other. They can be sitting at the same table, and instead of talking, they will be texting each other because that is how they learn to do business or to communicate with the technology. So there's ups and there's downs. And remember, you get out of your business what you put into it. So if you don't put anything into it, how can you expect to reap any of the benefits? This is just something that we need to truly understand and build on and help us to generate and see how we as individuals can truly help each other to grow, to build, to increase all our opportunities along the way and to help us to understand that just because we are in a pandemic doesn't mean that there's no way to earn a living. Just remember, what we're talking about here is we're talking about changing a paradigm process in an industry that whether it's retail, whether it's consulting, whether it's running any type of business, you have to have a website and you have to use sales funnels and you have to understand digital marketing because that is how business is being done today. And it will only increase even after this pandemic is over. Cut out the news and use your free time to make more offers. First, stop watching the news. There's nothing on CNN or Fox News or in the New York Times or the Kansas City Star that can save your business. In fact, these stations are nothing but cancer for the mind, threat to America, with a decisive content created solely for ratings. Here's another thing to think about, that when you look at building a business or when you look at your mindset, think about this. Think about the laws of attraction. Think about how if you put up positive thoughts out, if you put out the belief that you're going to have the things that you want or what you believe you truly deserve, then you will reap the benefit. In my humble Canadian outside eyes opinion, these stations are really as bad for a beloved America as they as the same virus. Second, take the time wasted on the news and put it into creating a killer, no-brainer offer to keep your cash flow coming. 
basically what you need to do is look at it as a sales funnel. What low-end item do you have to entice someone to give you their name and their email address so you can start developing a relationship with them? And then once you've built up that relationship, you can turn around and you can upsell them on any other services you have to offer. For example, on March 17, the Fit Body Boot Camp franchise locations shut their doors in South Carolina. Unlike most gyms that weren't prepared for this, my business partner and I had just been preparing for this moment since March 1st. Daniel showed amazing resourcefulness in creating a virtual gym schedule complete with online meditation, sessions, daily comedy, nutrition tips, expert interviews, and a powerful community feeling, in addition to multiple live stream workouts. As a result, we haven't only not lost members, we have gained new clients. Even though no one can come through the doors of our gym, we'll be fine through this crisis, but we'll even grow as other unprepared gyms run out of cash and the members came over to us. We'll continue to make offers and play our offense while other gyms are throwing in the towel. So we were using, as an example, a gym and how it transformed its business from being a physical location to being a virtual location online and how they were able to increase their membership. Now, for years, you've seen a lot of gyms go out of business. And usually it's because you have to know the neighborhood you live in, you have to know the people you're serving, and you have to know who your niche market is and where they live. Because if you can build your business within your niche market, then you are putting yourself in a position to keep business coming continually. Play great defense. As a heart-changing entrepreneur, I tend to be all about scoring, new points, making sales. But fortunately, I also have team members looking out for ways to cut expenses. There are three ways for you to do this today so you can last longer in this game. First, go through your P&L with a fine-tooth comb, cut unnecessary subscriptions, get rid of never-used software services, eliminate all luxuries. Second, talk to your accountant to see if you can defer taxes and ask your landlord for rent relief. Third, and this is a great example of the best offense being a good defense, go to service providers and vendors and ask for a discount. For example, 
I know good copywriters who normal prices for sales letters are $10,000, now open to negotiation around the $5,000 mark. So talent is for sale. Invest wisely. This is some of the things that we don't always think about, but they are very important. That if you're in business and you want to keep business, always be aware of what's going on around you because people are always looking for ways to change up things. You know, one of the things that I'm about to do is to upgrade my computer because the computer I have is five years old. And it really runs good, but every now and then, and what happened to me was I killed the motherboard by accidentally knocking something over onto it and had to replace it. Then the sensor that senses when the head of my computer is open because it's a laptop went and that had to be replaced. Well, now I notice that every now and then the screen on my computer will completely go blank. And it happened to me just before I was about to take part in a market research project where I needed to be looking at the screen while we were talking on the phone. Well, you know, when those things happen and you're running a business, you can't get the cheapest computer. It, you may want to, but you really need to be aware of exactly what your needs are and how you will be using that computer. Because do you need the hard drive to boot up quickly? If you do, then the best thing you can do is get a Starland State hard drive, which boots up quickly. And how quickly do you need pages to change? Because even that depends on how many gigabytes you use. Do you store a lot of stuff on your hard drive? All of these things play into your business. Now, use the downtime to up-level your network. In 1999, long before SARS and other viruses began creating worldwide havoc, I have a major problem. That's when I started the virtual schmoozing from behind a computer screen in my tiny bedroom in a house that I shared with four other college students. I started an email newsletter. I interviewed experts. I shared other people's articles. And in return, I built an audience. One day I submitted an article to Men's Health Magazine. To my amazement, they published it and put my name in front of 2.3 million subscribers. The opportunity changed my life and gave me the critical credibility to open more doors. Always remember that what you are looking to do is to open doors because you never know what that will bring you in the future. So, Yesterday, I gave a podcast interview to a 17-year-old high school student in the Netherlands simply because he had the guts to ask and because I love giving back 
to the next generation of entrepreneurs. This interview will give him credibility to grow his network using the same advice that I'm about to give you. I have a list of 1,000 entrepreneurs all over the world, and I take 10 minutes to do a few reach-outs every day, add value, and keep the conversation going. This leads to deals, introductions, and opportunities that otherwise would not come without my systematized efforts. So always remember, you have the ability to change up and do things differently. And remember that how you change your mindset, how you adapt to the new paradigm will show exactly how successful you will be in the future. And remember, you can go to my website, and that's the number one, personalcareercoach.com, and you can sign up for my courses, and you can get individual coaching if need be.